grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit, and the fellowship of the saints be with you all. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Practice Resurrection. It's good to be with you in this way. My name is Jay Jansen. I'm the pastoral elder at Highland Community Church, a Mennonite Brethren congregation rooted in the Anabaptist tradition. And my name is Stephen Birkenpass. I'm the lead pastor at Living Hope Christian Reformed Church just around the corner from Highland here in Abbotsford, BC. Steve and I met each other back in 2019. As we've gotten to know one another over the last year and a half, it seemed good to us that we should collaborate on something. And here we are, offering a series of seven midweek meditations throughout Lent in anticipation of Easter. Christians began the practice of a 40-day preparation period during the 3rd and 4th centuries. During this season, Christians reflect on their lives in light of Christ's suffering and death. In that sense, it's a time to let go of unhealthy parts of our lives. Such decision-making is commonly called repentance. By that same token, the expectation is that repentance will lead to our renewal in the Holy Spirit. We fix our eyes on the one who endured the cross so that we might become more and more like Jesus. Lent, then, is about deepening our union with God. It's with that goal in mind that over the coming weeks, we invite you to join us in reflecting on the last seven words of Jesus. As we pray, read scripture, and engage in some practices together, we trust that we'll find ourselves taking on the perspectives and postures of Jesus. As we practice resurrection, we hope that we will find ourselves becoming image bearers of God who are more fully alive human beings. You may find it helpful to have at hand the liturgy that accompanies this recording. Feel free to download the PDF file or navigate to it on your device or print off a hard copy. I also invite you to light a candle as a sign that God is present with you in spirit. If you're with kids, maybe let them do the honors. In the silence that follows, go ahead and pause your playback device to gather those things. When you're ready, press play and we'll continue. Now that you're all set, let's gather ourselves and greet Emmanuel, the God who is always present to us, with this song. Keep 
Do you ever get annoyed with someone who is a know-it-all? Someone who acts like they're right about everything all the time? I do. I suspect people with that sort of attitude bug us because it isn't hard to see where they're ignoring some things, or are simply ignorant in that they don't have a handle on all the information. Like it or not, all of us have blind spots that we aren't aware of. Don't believe me? There's a simple experiment you can try. Google blind spot test later on if you like. Or, if you have the printed liturgy that accompanies this recording, you can do it right now. Find the green and yellow image. Look at it with your nose positioned in the middle between the plus sign and the circle. Then cover your left eye with one hand and look at the plus sign with your right eye. Now, keeping your focus on the plus sign, move closer to the image slowly. At some point, the circle will disappear and your brain will fill the gap with the surrounding yellow color. That is your blind spot. If you want, you can pause your playback device and try it out now. Today's Gospel reading draws attention to our blind spots. As you stand with the crowd watching and listening to what Jesus does and says, what are the things people don't see? What do people fail to understand? What do they miss? And why do you think that is? Two men who were criminals were also led away to be put to death with Jesus. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by watching, but the leaders scoffed at him saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, the chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you're the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him. This is the king of the Jews. In the silence that follows, Pause your playback device and take a few moments to let the word of God sink in. Let the spirit draw your attention to certain words, images, thoughts, and feelings. Twenty-five years ago, I accepted a job two provinces away in a town I'd never been to. Twenty years ago, my wife and I agreed to marry one another. Fifteen years ago, my wife and I sold our house in Manitoba and moved to BC so that I could study at Regent College in Vancouver. In each of those instances, we said yes without knowing what we were getting into. Despite our ignorance, our choices worked out really well. The same can't be said about other instances. I once lost my temper with my daughter. If I had known then what I discovered a few months later, I wouldn't have made the choice that I did. On one occasion, I was in a difficult situation with a co-worker, and I should have spoken up. Instead, I froze because I was afraid, and I simply didn't know what to do, which ended up making matters worse. And then there was the time I said yes to a huge slice of what I thought was my favorite dessert, Oreo ice cream cake. 
Boy, was I wrong. It was cheesecake. In my rush and excitement and greed, I failed in my due diligence and suffered the consequences. Disappointment and an empty stomach. Like the crowd standing at the cross, we often don't know what we're doing. We are often confused, ignorant, completely unaware of what's really going on. We never really, truly, fully understand the full picture. We fail to comprehend our own stubbornness, stupidity, silliness, and sinfulness. Even worse, we really don't know the depths of God's love for us. Good thing Jesus does. Better yet, Jesus sees it all and forgives us. One of the beautiful things about the way life works is that we are often able to understand things differently, sometimes more clearly, later on. So how might we live in light of what we now know? I have four suggestions. I invite you to try one today or sometime in the next week. If you have the time and energy, you can give some or all of the others a try in the days to come. One option is to simply use the closing prayer, which we'll say in a few moments, Every day this week is a way to make us aware of where we direct our gaze and to focus our attention on Jesus so that we might know God's love more deeply and fully. Another option is to reflect on the following two questions. Is there a time you didn't fully understand what you were doing and it turned out well? Have you ever had an experience where you didn't fully understand what you were doing and it didn't turn out well? Write those stories down or tell them to a friend or family member. Option three, take a few moments with your family or a friend to discuss the statement, if I could spend one day with Jesus this Lent, I'd be curious to know more about, and fill in the blank. Finally, imagine you're talking with someone who has upset or angered or saddened you. If you think, maybe they don't know, instead of, How could they have? What possibilities open up? Or imagine yourself saying, I don't know, I need help, and I was wrong, I'm sorry. Does the Holy Spirit nudge you in any way? Consider following through on what emerges, even if you don't fully know what you're doing. That gave itself for me I am the guilty one Yet I go free What kind of love is this? A love I never know I didn't even know What kind of man is this Who died in agony He who had done no wrong Was crucified for me His throne that I might know the love of God. 
Jesus. By faith I have been saved. It is a gift of God. He destined me to be His own. Such is His love. And no eye has ever seen. And no ear has ever heard. Thanks for joining us. We trust that you will find yourselves more fully alive in the image of Jesus as you practice resurrection in the week to come. Before we go, please pray the following words with me. Merciful God, you have brought us to this hour by our several ways. Unfaithful as we have been, you have nevertheless kept faith with us. Deliver us from the cowardice that dares not face new truth, the laziness that is content with half-truth, the arrogance that thinks it knows all truth. Open my mind and let me discover the wonders of your love. Enlighten my heart that I may know the hope and grasp the gloriously holy riches in this way of life to which you have called me. Open my eyes that I might see you and walk evermore in the newness that is the way, truth, and life. Amen. To him who is able to keep you from falling to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy to him who is able to keep you from falling to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy to the only God our Savior be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages and now and forevermore 